0: Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from various places in and around Los Angeles, including Treasonable Studios with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. One of our founding members, and always a pleasure to have on the panel. All the way from Alta Dina, got it right this time, author, performance artist, and resistrix, Erica Schickel is back with us. Welcome, Erica.
1: Hey folks, I'm on fucking fire today. Let her rip.
0: <laughs> you you in Minneapolis. <laughs> Which we will be talking about. There is so much to talk about this week. We will be talking about so much with Erica and other folks like this panelist. She is a comedian you've seen on Last Comic Standing. She is a mom and a contributor to the Huffington Post. We are always stoked to have her back with us live from Burbank. Katie Massa Kennedy. Welcome, Katie.
2: Yes. It is a pleasure to be here, and I want to say that everyone on the panel is wearing glasses and also totally over it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) These glasses ain't rose-colored no more! Oh, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah. (laughs) Well, welcome, Katie. Thanks for being here. And as always, we are joined by comedian, scholar, and the black voice of reason. You're still black, right?
3: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: No. Uh, making sure. Making sure. Representing Van Nuys, it is It is my pleasure to introduce Mr. Time and Ship.
3: Uh, power to the people. And yes, Black Power, damn it. Black Power. Burn it down. Burn it down. <laughs> burn it down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know it's it's funny uh that those who follow me on the uh, on the socials may know uh or maybe the the fact has eluded you uh up till now but every Friday uh around 6 p.m unless I'm busy in which case sometimes it's a little bit later but I like to start the weekend off with a little you know throw a song up that sort of caps the week off gets you into the weekend and i was i i had a had a moment of doubt yesterday i was i was originally going to go with marvin gay what's going on figure you know let's uh, let's try and add a, a peaceful element to this you know and then now nah, thought had a second thought and realized no nah, we're we're full on public enemy fight the power so yeah went with went with a little pe oh hey uh, aside from uh, my social media posting you may know me i'm dr david robinson you're vince scully for the impending apocalypse not to mention the current one we have so much to talk about this week uh it's happening right now it is the the cows have come home the chickens have come home to roost and the slaughterhouses are are still going yet at a at a smaller level because coronavirus which amazingly is still with us you might not know that that through, is happening through looking too. at the oh news my
3: God. it uh,
0: is hard and, keep it all yeah track well, of it. well we'll keep track of everything and more because there is always more than everything after this brief message from our sponsors at community spread well, yeah. it's morning in america and people are waking up to the great taste of community spread i kind of want toast but it can be so boring Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches. Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast topping sensation that's sweeping the nation and there's nothing you can do about it. Community spread. Pick it up. Well, pretty much anywhere, and new from the makers of Community Spread, it's Unmitigated Spread. If you barely acknowledge Community Spread before, try Unmitigated Spread. Unmitigated Spread, it's time for a second peek.
1: Oh
2: God. <laughs> <laughs> Every time gets me every time it's just like colt 45 (laughs) (laughs) hey
3: (laughs) Colt 45 yes
0: we we couldn't get (laughs) billy d williams to voice that but i do want to thank cat alvarado and connor mcintyre for providing the other voices in that spot so before we get into the the state's uh burning up with righteousness and and fire Uh, i do want to talk a little bit about the the virus because we are as mentioned in the intro as we are all here in southern california and things are starting to open up here i'm i'm a little weary i i think you know newsom has been doing a, a pretty good job that that would be our governor handling the 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 folks and and response to the the coronavirus but i think he's starting to buckle the pressure a little bit i i don't necessarily know that we're ready you know, I, I went and got tested, still waiting for my results. Uh, so for the meanwhile, I've been reading this pamphlet that I picked up uh, called What to Expect When You're Infecting. And uh, some, some helpful tips in there. But I I think, you know, if you look at the footage, and I realize Southern California isn't Lake of the Ozarks. We aren't the Jersey Shore. But if you look at, you know, what's happened at Southern California beaches, you look at the the footage from Memorial Day at Lake of the Ozarks, People are, you know, it's, you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. You open the door a crack and they're going to come storming in. What you have
1: is Lake of the Botox down there in fucking Orange (laughs) County, you know, rubbing elbows and hanging out and doing shots and being...
0: Yeah, yeah you know. no, you, you got cut off well, there, I've, but my yeah, lip reading yeah. skills, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I realize you were saying they're a bunch of assholes and, and you're right. And this is the problem. It, it's that, yeah, you know, if if people were responsible, I have I've misquoted, but uh, well, paraphrased. let's say paraphrase because I got the spirit of the line, right? But in the uh, original Men in Black movie, there's a scene when when Tommy Lee Jones is recruiting Will Smith to join the Men in Black. And he's talking about how aliens are here on earth, they're everywhere, they're all around us. And Will Smith says, Well, why don't why don't you guys just tell people? People can handle it. And and Tommy Lee Jones says, and this is where the paraphrasing starts says, no, no, no. A person can handle it. I'm telling you, you as an individual can handle it. But people and mass know they they cannot handle it. They're gonna freak out, they're gonna be rioting in the streets, which again we will talk about in a moment. But you you look at the footage from Lake of the Ozarks you look at what happened you know a few weeks ago when they opened the beaches in Orange County people are out there taking no precautions whatsoever like none of this Whoa. ever happened and i honestly i mean i realize you know it, we can't hold the reopening until everyone gets on board because that's not going to happen but still um, we need a majority of the people to be able to accept that Things have changed. This isn't the world it used to be, and we need to make accommodations.
3: Well, I, I would say that, uh, Dave. One, we can't control behavior, because that's our biggest problem. I I, I did a forty-minute ride on my bike this morning, and um, I saw a lot of people with masks on. A lot of people had their masks. A lot of people were, uh, you know, doing their walks. They had their mask on. Even riding their bikes, they had their mask on. But you still had those that didn't. Yesterday at the lounge, uh, a lot of guys walked in with their masks. People were six feet apart. There was no sneezing or anything going on. But they sat and they they talked, had a little scotch, a little tequila, smoked a cigar. You know, they, they were still in there. But there are people who flat out just don't believe any of this shit. They don't believe it. And there's nothing you can. How dare they tell me? They think that you're taking something away from them by making them wear a mask. But I you think know? to
1: answer David's question, though, like how many? What do you think is the percentage and the overarching urge here? And I think that actually most people understand that you need to wear a mask. What's being what is- publicized and it, it, through the media is. You know, governors, right wing governors who are contesting the science, right wing douchebags, whether it's in Orange County or the Ozarks, you know, contesting basic fucking seventh grade science and math. That's all this is. That's all a pandemic is. It's simple in its contours. But those people are grabbing all the headlines. I think most people are pretty fucking reasonable and remember seventh grade well enough to grasp what's happening. And you know and they said eighty two percent
3: are wearing. They do they did say that only eight percent do not believe in the mask crap. Eighty-two they the majority of the people, so you're right, the majority of the people on a percentage, about eighty-two percent are wearing their masks and do respect people's, uh, you know, they're doing mitigation of six feet. And it's actually in Japan, they've seen by doing the mitigation, there also helps them with the flu season because you're washing your hands and you're mitigating, you're not near Mm -hmm. each other. So it's a smart thing to do. And I think it's going to help us come winter time. But lest we forget, Karen needs her blue Hawaiian.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I say Karen should just go right ahead and have that blue Hawaiian. Actually, I don't say that. I mean, you know, I look at these fucking Republicans making themselves sick, you know, and I go, you know, go with God, Darwin Award winners all, you
0: know. Absolutely.
1: But, but you know, the fact is, is that, you know, health care workers get fucking dragged into this again, you know, and have to deal with the mess of... Of our like nationwide denial around pandemics and illness and you know all of that healthcare, and then vulnerable people get fucking killed. You know, I was on a walk last week with a girlfriend, two very healthy, strapping yet early middle aged women, right? (laughs) But she, every time somebody came by without a mask on and we were both masked, she would turn her back to them. And you can look at that person and go, "Well, she's being so precious." The fact of the matter is. Her husband is at home on a ventilator. You know he's trying to live with ALS. You don't know who you're walking. Who's walking down the street with you? You don't right. know if person that young, healthy person you're passing has a fucking sick kid at home or a grandparent or whatever. You know, and that's what outrages me. It's just the lack of
0: fucking I, love. I, I think mean, I what what like. we need to do when when I say we, I, I'm referring to a, a small relatively small subgroup especially here in uh, Southern California but I think if we and I'm talking about smokers but I think if you expand it to to pot smokers basically we need to to take a bullet for the team and just go into these crowds where where these folks are are not wearing masks because it infringes on their liberties and just start lighting up right around them because if you look at the numbers here in Southern California, the majority of the people are non-smokers. And as soon as they start complaining about the smoke and being in their space, we can just say, hey, you know, you keep no, your no, laws. It's, it's you, you, your laws can't yeah. tell me what to do. You're, and, you're and, and, infringing and on my constitutional everybody? rights.
1: And, you know, every time they they make the argument, like, it's like peeing in one end of the pool, right? Well, I'm not peeing in your end of the pool, but it doesn't matter. We're all in the pool. But, I mean, I am old enough to remember cross-country airplane flights where there was a fucking smoking section in the back of the plane. Mm -hmm. Which, of course, where I always sat because both my parents were smokers. And it's like, it's the same denial, stupid, blinded thing
3: that you're yeah. we seeing, it was this. Like, well, I, it's, it's also, you know, the Americans are very... They, well, it's, you know, it's that's for China or that's for Japan. They're very arrogant. Americans are arrogant oh, yeah. and, they're, and mm-hmm. they're very ignorant. And they don't think that this will happen to us. Well, I think... And, uh,
0: I I think a big part of the problem is it's the, the whole line of thinking, which I also rail against on this show frequently, if not constantly is the whole, everything happens for a reason. It's the, the lack of intellectual curiosity that, allows people to go further than that and well what is the reason let's figure out what the reason is so that way we can either duplicate the results if they're good or prevent them from happening again if they're bad the the whole idea of just saying well we're different from china we're not new york it it's great like okay i get it there's a difference and you know we're we're looking at this uh, in I've been thinking about it a lot this week in terms of reopening things because the Supreme Court uh, heard a case this week. Churches in California were suing the the state saying that yeah. uh, it was infringing on their right to be open. and the the liberals and and Chief Justice Roberts had the good sense to notice and point out, uh, unlike folks like, beer goggles kavanaugh that there are differences between businesses that a a supermarket doesn't necessarily have to reduce their capacity to 25 percent and especially and i've seen this frequently at, at stores here here in la where there's a line of people spaced six feet apart waiting to get in because the store huh. has taken the the responsibility to limit the number of people who are going in there but even if they aren't doing that even if they're just kind of looking at the crowd in the store and saying okay this is manageable we can do this there is still a difference between a store where people go in you may do a little window shopping, you you know, may oh hey, polenta's on sale this week. Whatever. But you pretty much you go in there, you buy your stuff, you get the fuck out. You're not sitting in the same room with a group of people breathing heavily because you're right. chanting and all singing. Sing it's different.
1: Hallelujah together today. It's not doesn't you will make each other sick and some of us will die yeah but
0: really? a grocery store it's, it's, is not a church is not church. a concert hall we're i mean fine. you know we're these fine. people are talking no oh, we can't go to church this you know, is unfair i can't go a, to concerts there's a really good
1: you know i'm just to connect back to the thing that we were just talking about before with this is like this sort of denial and, yeah, white America is, you know, this sort of exceptionalism, this idea that we are somehow exceptional to the rest of the world. And a lot of that, I think, has to do with, sorry, David, but with white men, you know. Like, it's it's this idea, and Rebecca Slomet wrote a really interesting piece about this, but, but talking about how machismo, American machismo, Means absolutely saying "fuck you" to everyone. You know that these two ideas, this lack of empathy, empathy is seen as weakness. Wearing a mask is seen as male weakness in some way, and it's it's so you know it's so out in the open right now. It's being so. Erica,
2: there uh, are two. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. There are two. There are two. American mindsets that I feel like are the combination of these two is so toxic right now. One Mm -hmm. is this exceptionalism that you're talking about, where it's like, where, and all of us can buy into it a little bit. We can't help ourselves because we grew up here. But it's like USA, USA, and it's like you know, like we love a good action movie where like the cowboy goes in and kicks down the door. So we've got that baked into us. But then we're very religious country. I mean, less and less each year. But we are. So then we've got this. We've got this. This this one-two punch when it comes to like a pandemic a belief in david like you said everything happens for a reason and then also we're gonna fucking beat down that door and mow down this fucking virus yeah
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah. two things Yeah, yeah, and it's funny, because she also, Solnit also said in this piece that, like, the only acceptable kind of male generosity is the kind that kicks down a door to, like, save the daughter or the woman or whatever. But the sort of gentle just fucking consideration for the person you don't know, you know, is not, what? you know, it threatens, it's threatening to this.
3: Well, what the, so what is the problem with, and what's really about, intelligence knowledge they say oh well you guys you guys are a bunch of elitists no fucker i'm a scientist mm-hmm. you got dennis carroll another great epidemiologist who they just mm-hmm. they, who told them what's the woman one doctor's name uh Messiner, Messiner.
0: Yeah. Okay. was yeah one
3: also that came out and let them know that this shit is coming and everybody told them hey this, they told them Yeah, told everybody. They told them months ahead of time. I know. You told them no. Fuck you. This isn't happening. Blah blah blah. You know, and we don't want this out. Do what you're doing. And what happened? You got a hundred thousand people dead.
0: I, I think it's because a big part of this American machismo that we're talking about that isn't exclusive to to white males, although no, I'm not. No, no, yeah, no, 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 not, not, no, 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 I'm not. No, 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 I'm not. Right. I'm not doing a not all men here because yeah, you know, yeah. it's there are concentrations. It's like you know, there there is you know, coffee on the More table, the but the the most of the coffee in the is in yeah. my cup, and and that's the coffee I want to talk about, but it it is widespread throughout society and i think you know you see it a little more with with men in terms of the interpersonal react uh interactions between men but it's also inherent in the whole Karen phenomena is, yeah. is and it's not exclusive to americans we 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 don't own it exclusively but we seem to have perfected the whole you think you're better than me Notion, and it's that that plays into the anti-intellectualism that Timon is talking about, the the kicking down the doors, you know. It's the the idea that, yeah, you know what, you you just have to accept. There are some people that are better than you at some things. Unless you're, you know, fucking Doc Savage or James Bond, you're not going to be great at everything. And the the thing about society, yeah, yeah, oh no, I know the virus doesn't separate, but the thing about what makes society work is that we all play to our strengths. And, I mean, even if if you look at it, uh, you know, as an improv group, Which we all know, I I think I can speak for everyone on the panel, we've all seen some pretty horrendous improv shows. But the thing about an improv group, one of the things that makes it work is that you have the different people playing to different strengths and able to work off of each other's strengths and weaknesses as a team.
1: also, the rule of improv is yes and. And the rule of the fucking white supremacist damaged American society is just no. Because to say yes is to offer something. And this is about a sort of broken fucking narcissism and selfishness and being threatened by the others, like the community, you know, that somehow there's this zero-sum crazed mentality that is now at the peak of its expression in our capitalist doggy dog patriarchal society. I mean the, f-
3: uh, the fact that people are not bothered by the ignorance of Trump, but yet they will still vote for him. That that, that, that they, they're not even bothered. They're not even bothered by the man spewing lies. This whole shit about Twitter because they fat checked him? The dude has told eighteen thousand lies. Eighteen thousand. So we, we put At a little least. something down there to fat check him. And they and he goes, You can't do that. Well why not? Why don't you not? want the truth? You all guys are always talking about the truth. Why can't we put the truth down there? Because that way they don't hey, want
0: anything to do with the truth. Yeah, it's it's you know, like-
3: especially Trump. And when we have this whole
1: conversation, you know, you, we always have to like thumbtack into it. And this country is being led by a narcissist par excellence who is in who is decompensating in real time in front of us. So yep. he is our nation's leader. This is what he's modeling to millions of people who have not received good education or the means to sort of define their own lives, you know, well, or freedom to fucking breathe and exist.
0: Well you and know, I think that the, the freedom to breathe and exist. I want to go back to what you were saying earlier, Erica, about this, you know, this notion that, that fills people that again, not exclusively American, but that that rage against the community and and that outward expression of inadequacy and how that feeling is something that leads so many people in this country to join the police force, and we see that you know I mean we see it frequently, some people see it a lot more than others, depending on your gender and the color of your skin, but we we see it it's the reason why Minneapolis is burning it's the reason why Louisville is burning it's the reason why it well I'm not quite sure why Atlanta is burning except for, you know, the, the general feeling. But the the idea, and there, there have been a number of pundits who've said this same kind of thing earlier this week, but the reason that we're seeing Minneapolis burn is because when Colin Kaepernick took a knee, well, he was just being an uppity athlete overly privileged you know wasting wasting his platform and because donald trump other people of that ilk decided to rather than focus on why kaepernick was taking a knee to condemn him and his actions and try and and fault the man instead of taking a look at what he was saying well because that's supremacist Well, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, it's not
1: in the white house and at the top of the police culture, police culture has been soaking in white supremacy for decades. Yeah. You know, but it's,
0: it's 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 not, not, you know, it's, it's not just white. I was going to say, you know, if you look at the, the four officers who killed George Floyd, you know, you got an Asian guy in there. I, I've seen, you know, there there are Latinx cops in New York who are abusing their their position of power. And yeah, maybe it does. You know, and believe me, I'm not giving white supremacists a pass. But the the thing is, it's we need to look beyond. You know, white supremacy is the easy answer. It's it's the idea that it's the abuse of power. It's there is something about police work that draws a certain personality and there are a lot of police well, departments well, well. they're good at filtering it out they're they're well, some police departments are able to look at certain candidates and go yeah no you you would not we, you you shouldn't have a gun period but we're not going to be the ones to give it to you
3: well it used to be in LA they would recruit white police officers from the south and bring them to LA and offer them deals to come work here, but Dave, you know this. This goes back, as I always say, you can't do this without dealing with history, and history has shown the relationship of blacks, I don't, you know, to uh, police officers. You know, you can go all the way back to the Black Codes and you got Jim Crow and bring it on forward. You know, I mean, even though we had the laws, you had to enforce them, but they weren't enforcing the laws. If that was the case, lynchings wouldn't have went on. You wouldn't have lynched black soldiers when they came from fighting for their country. But yet I still can't go and, and sit down and have a cope. Me and you sitting down together, you know, we couldn't do that. We couldn't sit up and talk. Hell, they didn't pass interracial marriage till 1968. I mean, so all this stuff that my parents were sharing with me, this stuff is still here. And it's, it's been passed on, and it's it's going down the way. We should not st- still be seeing this, but it is because you never. We, we've never changed the association of the bad black man or black people. Even after we, you know, when you said you didn't know what Black Wall Street was, we had our own towns. We had a lot of things. We, we were fine with segregation for a long time. Integration was supposed to be better for us, but it was not. Yeah. It didn't help. What it did, it brought more problems because white folks still didn't want us.
0: Well, folks, yeah, you know, if, if, if there are no black we'd people around, out. we got to oppress our own, and where's the fun in that? Right.
3: <laughs> right, so, right. So, I mean, you know, so when we try to put people in schools and we say, hey, you know, we got to have that conversation, but people don't want to have the conversation. I mean, if there were more Erica's and Katie's, That want to learn that want to acknowledge and say what is and talk about white fragility if they want to if they're going to have that discussion and not sit up and worry about someone blaming you for anything no it's about learning and as we learn and find that we're all the same and and everything we'll have a much better but but it's, it's i mean you know it's it's, n- it's not happening they it's not that just
0: learning it's also about taking the right lesson i mean you look at someone like amy cooper in new york who learned that if you call the police and say i'm a white woman and there's a black man who's threatening to kill me you're going to get a much quicker response that is that is not what you're supposed to learn <laughs> that's you know that's not the lesson yet that is the lesson that a lot of people are taking erica you were starting to say
1: well, there's this sort of video meme going around that I saw. Man sits in front of just on describes himself, describes his humanity. Like I was raised in a religious family. I like, you know, Cool Ranch Doritos. I have a dog named blah blah blah. Whatever. And like, it, it just is so fucking heartbreaking that people need don't understand. Mm-hmm. The p- Black man is a human being, you know. I mean, like I look at that and I go, like I get what they're doing, but what it's sort of acknowledging is that a lot, a vast majority of people look at a black man and only see some like scary, Thug. you know? Yeah. Like, it, it, and and do we really need? And the answer, of course, that we're seeing is yes. We really need to
3: have black people prove that they're people in order not to fucking kill them? And, and, that, is, and that is that message. Now you got to, that message that has been stoked for many years. It has, Like when you ask mm-hmm. about mass incarceration or if you ask about and how the media portrayed the black man for so long, how they portrayed black women. Even mm-hmm. after we got a black president, they still wanted to portray them as a certain thing. He couldn't wear a tan suit. Look at his wife's arms These are highly intelligent people That went to school, didn't have anything up, But they, I, I, if you're on Facebook, they hated Obama, they, and didn't even Talk about his policy, they hated His guts mm-hmm. They did not want to see this man Even though he, he's apologizing for us he's a, No, he's Being presidential, you asshole This mm-hmm. is what you <laughs> wanted But yet you say no You don't want him. Now you don't give a shit what Trump's wife comes in. She is an immigrant. But yet you're fighting. Say, Oh, Jesus. You know, we want no illegal immigration. She's an illegal immigrant (laughs) that they got in. Her parents, they got in. He's done nothing but deal with immigrants. Then he turns around and says, you know, hey, you know, uh, uh, we don't. You know, I can say this, I can kill somebody on Fifth Avenue. He's calling Hillary Clinton a skank. He's using words, insulting people. But you say this is okay? Oh, fuck well, presidential. See, I want my money.
0: The the system is fine as long as I can abuse it. But it, it, as soon as it turns yeah. against me and and I am subject to the rules and regulations that everybody else is subject to, all of a sudden it's a problem. It's well, they're
3: hypocrites, though. That's the biggest the, I mean, they're sitting back. This is what Colin Kaepernick talked about with the things that are going on. Okay? You even busted in a woman who was at EMT's house in Louisville, Kentucky, and shot her dead? She shot that woman eight times. You shot a guy that was out jogging. Oh, He went over and he looked at a, a construction site. Hmm, I wonder if he, what he's going to steal. No gun. Yeah. No. Two white guys out roaming. How many guys you know out roaming, looking for a black man, and then that when you finally get up and shoot him, you know you, you you say, oh, go out and get a, uh, a a a gun permit. Castile, I have a gun permit. Don't move. Boom, shoots mm-hmm. him dead in front of his girlfriend, his four year olds in the back seat. Come on, man. It's just it's just over and over and over again, and now. The white folks are saying, "You know what, man? This shit's been going on a little bit too long. I can't even hide it anymore." Yeah, I when
2: Megan McCain says it,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Good old Megan. <laughs> you know, I
0: don't who, know. Who's she
3: dad fought for Obama. Oh, loved Obama.
0: Yeah, yeah like and that's policy, that's why you can't well, you trust like her. her. <laughs> yeah. She she was pro Obama and anti Trump. I don't know. I don't know if she's really white. I don't know. We got to look into that woman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So we you know we've been talking about the uh, the Donald Trump's uh, Twitter tantrums this week, and one one of the things that I I just thought was so nice that people were pointing out is that it took him you know weeks to acknowledge the seriousness of the coronavirus uh it mm-hmm. you know the he drags his feet on anything that is potentially going to help most of the american people but as soon as uh there's there's something that affects him directly such as fact checking they aren't even censoring him they're they're you know they just Tagged his tweets saying, ah, uh, yeah, well, if you'd like some truth, here are some sources. And that, within one day, he's he's signing an executive order. And this is another thing that, that kills me if you look at the Republicans in general, is the executive order that Trump signed essentially removes any shield of the company. You know, be a Twitter, Facebook, yeah. any other social media platform. Uh, it is removing anything that shields them and protects them from consequences that may arise from things that right. their users do. Yet, when it comes to any other regulation, Republicans are completely opposed. You know, right. it's well, we'll let the companies handle. You know, we'll let we'll let the meatpacking plants self-regulate. They seem to be doing a fine job. We don't need to, to get OSHA involved. We don't, right. you know, we don't, we don't need to, we, we should just trust these companies at at their word. Take, take what right. they're he saying. Dr.
3: Fauci. Yes. Yes. I mean, it, you know, de, de, it, it's
0: it's
2: not, it, it really isn't at the end of the day. It is not that Trump and Republicans are anti-science or anti-truth even. It is literally just pro-staying in power, however that happens. So whether an, a, yeah, yeah. A, a statement is factual or not factual is beyond doesn't the point. matter. It right. doesn't matter. It's
1: pure selfishness and power lust, and yeah. that's what makes this moment so terrifying. Back to circle back to like, well, how are we going to get him out of the White House? There is nothing these people won't okay. stop at to. Keep their claws in on the reins of power, and it's not just fucking Trump. It's all of them. It's all um, Mitch
3: McConnell down. Oh, the devil himself, Mitch
1: McConnell. Oh man, and you know we really are facing this unbelievable crisis right now, where you know they want to murder and enslave all Americans who are not rich. Especially right. Americans of color, and just fucking keep making money off of our backs.
3: I mean, you saw and, the th- yeah. Uh, you saw the thing with like when Pelosi was putting out the three trillion, and I I was on the I was on the the golf course, and one of the guys said to me, you know, you know, I asked him about the the thing, and I said, well, hey, P- Pelosi's, uh, you know, just put out a bill. yeah, but she was more, you know putting stuff in for illegal Im- you know for illegal immigrants. And I was like, Bro, you're Armenian. And you're worried about an illegal immigrant? I said, Your ass ain't going to pick no goddamn berries. You're not picking the food. But the guy said, I came here to California with a little over hundred dollars in my pocket. No family, no friends. I slept in my car the first two nights. Pursuing a career. Mm-hmm. You know, How and dare I'm sitting you? here going you're worried about, I've never, that, that shit never crosses my mind that I was worried about an illegal immigrant taking something from me. I got my yeah. job in probation out of a bar because I struck up a conversation with a guy about the Lakers. He happened to be a supervisor. Where did illegal immigration stop me? Because I've been here now for well over 30 years. Where has illegal immigration had this so-called effect on? But this is this is the the
1: reason is is because you don't have that mentality, which is a zero sum mentality. If somebody other than you gets something, then that's less for you. I mean, just at the most basic primal level, that's what this is all about, you know? Because it, it doesn't take anything from you know the Walmart family to you know pay their workers a living wage and give them some fucking health care no will they do it
0: no well and i think a lot of this also goes back to that whole think you're better than me situation is you know the the folks who are clinging to their power whether it be political and in government or if it's economic like folks like the the walton family or like jeff bezos where where the idea is i i don't want anyone else to have any reason to think that they're better than me so i am going to deprive them of what what they are working for
3: why would you carry the pails of the billionaires why are you carrying their water for them when they were the ones that put you where you were they're standing on you because
1: it's the only fucking work available is Mm -hmm. often the answer right because the economy has created a situation in which there are two, if not three tiers, and the people on the bottom fucking can't even put food on the table. You know, mm-hmm. they're going to go work for, at Walmart for $2 an hour because they don't have the choices. And they didn't get the education and they didn't get whatever the, the idea of the great society is gone. And what we have in its place is, you know, American exceptionalism has turned us into a shithole country, right? And that's the unbelievable equation that's sort of in front of us right now. Well, you when know, you this put when you put a va- this opportunity for anybody except for the one percent. I'm sorry, go on. Uh, no, I mean, if
3: you when you put when you put the value that you ha- that they have on education, that's the reason why it's so expensive because they know how yeah. valuable it is. So by by. It, And so you jack it up. The only free education is the library. That library card, I say it all the time. Hey, go to the library and you got YouTube now, but yet you got to have an expensive phone to go someplace. You got to have Internet, whatever. But just like with our our public schools, they know that a lot of those kids do not have Internet at home. So they're not going to get the proper education. But yet they say, well, we can't spend any more money. Well, then. Verizon comes in and, and donates uh, laptops and, and, and tries to help people get Internet. I don't know what it's costing them. I don't know, what they, you know if they charge them or not. But education is very important. And then in, in a capitalist society, they know what it is. And that's why it costs so much for people to, to, to get the things because they know education helps move them forward.
1: My my partner, boyfriend, is a public school teacher in the LAUSD and he works at Santee in downtown LA and he's Uh trying to keep these kids in in school through this pandemic, you know, with Skype Skyping office hours and all of that. Right. And it's fucking impossible. I mean these kids are living like six to a room.
3: Right. You know,
1: the kid doesn't have a fucking laptop and a way to go and like check in and room to study and you know it's just the basic reality i mean we take for granted what the fucking reality is for mm-hmm. you know for poor people yeah in and,
2: and i i think i think that the whole this uh, my my thinking is that the whole thing of holding people down that's kind of beside the point the number one thing is for me to have everything yeah. And for me to be able to actually push you down, meaning you have zero and I have 100 percent of anything, seeing you on the floor begging is just icing on the cake because that's they where the sadism comes in.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. When Ronald yeah. Reagan
3: cut taxes, and this is good, and people say, well, what, what would Reagan have anything? Well, Reagan cut taxes for the rich by 70 percent. He cut taxes and that was one of the, that was the start of where you started seeing these massive billionaires and all that fell back on the everyday worker. And then with, with globalization, we ended up and them turning us into nothing but consumers. You know, you took away, uh, all those jobs that were here because you wanted cheaper labor. You wanted these products made for cheaper you know, but and so we would buy them, and so you have people focused on that. Uh, it really set us back, you know, and you, you. It really puts a hurt on yeah. on you know, trying to keep I, up.
1: Trickle down was one of the first great Republican deceits, I think. You know, yeah, that along whole with privatization,
3: of, they privatized privatization, everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they're still trying to do it.
0: The the thing about trickle down, though, that you know when. Reagan started it up uh, in in the eighties, versus what we have now, and how how it as as I'm sitting here thinking about this, it's kind of shocking how quickly we've devolved. But at least with trickle down economics, in theory, there was there was still an element of, oh no 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 no, no, no. we are going to help you. This will get to you eventually. Whereas now you look at the Republican power structure, you look at what's happening, you know, with Michael Flynn, you look at what's happening with with the the Trump administration getting rid of inspectors general and any accountability. They they are shedding the illusion that any of this is ultimately going to help the little guy. Now it's all about no 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 no. This is this is power. And power Please. is for us exclusively. You cannot have this. That like in between the the beginning of trickle down with no no this will this will help you eventually. Then it sort of evolved to the the whole bootstrap mentality. Well, you know if we have the the uber haves versus the the definitely have nots, that gives you something to aspire to. We are setting an example. For for the little guy yeah. to to give him something to aspire to, now they they aren't even pretending anymore.
3: And no, because I mean I mean the American dream is a slogan. It's a slogan. Oh, the white, remember the white picket fence and the house and all these different things that we're going to be able to get. I mean, you know, uh, you know that that fifties type of lifestyle that's gone. Oh, it's all it, about it it's the, all the, about the eighties. The, the the all of it. They've never. I mean, the the fact that. It used to be in Orange County, $150,000 a year got you. Uh, a man could take care of a, a family of, of, I mean, two children, two children and a wife, and it, making 150 grand. That's gone. You can't even get anywhere near that. You re- both have to work, and I mean, yeah. they work hard, and hopefully, and the people who are surviving right now are the ones who are working from home, who have that particular type of job that can do that. They're the ones that are surviving. The fact that you've gotten rid of a middle class, you know. I mean, because yeah. that middle—it's—it's it's just not there, and we don't no. know. It's this—is either, you know, What is it? I, I don't even know what a middle, what you would even call middle class today. Is it even there? I think it's no. Completely I don't think it is. Yeah. I well, mean,
2: David, yeah. I I agree. I agree with you that the mask is completely off. This is completely unambiguous. It's just very clearly we're just going to take as much as we can, and we're all seeing it. So that makes me. But but that's when we need to take a look and go. Well, why are so many people supporting this? I'm not talking about the people with all the money. That's a very relatively small group of voters, right?
0: I'm mm-hmm. talking about
2: everybody else.
0: You mean the base? Well, it's you yeah. know what it comes down yeah. to is is the marketing and. It's, it's the notion that we, what's the, uh, the LBJ quote that we've, you know, stated so many times on this show, you know, you, oh, you teach the, 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 yeah, you, you tell the, the lowest white man that he's, he's better than the best black man and he will, he will bend over to, to give you money. He'll, he'll empty his pockets for you. And it's, hey, it's the mean? notion that people have been able to, and even Bill Hicks who, you know. Rest in peace. Uh, he's been gone a long time. I, I should be, you know, over this, but he had a great bit that I I laugh at, but I disagree with it at at base. Where he's like, "Oh, you're in marketing? Kill yourself! Just kill yourself right now." The problem isn't the marketing; it's that people have been kept ignorant enough that they actually believe it. There's the difference between being able to get enjoyment out of watching a a Tom and Jerry cartoon because you know it's a cartoon and the person who sees this on TV and thinks oh hey if I hit my little brother in the face with a frying pan his head will turn into the shape of a frying pan and then he'll shake it off it's it's the problem isn't the people who are making the cartoons the problem is the kid who thinks that you can drop anvils on people and and hit people in the face with a frying pan and there will be no negative effect because that kid has never gotten the education <laughs> whether you know i mean it should well, be enough I, to I, tell them don't hit your I brother with a frying than,
1: pan i think it's more than just simple ignorance you know i mean i think it's it's, it's anger and i mean if we are talking about the base i think that the base is fucking right to be angry i do not hold their anger against them but they are, they are misdirecting it. Mm-hmm. And there is a certain deliciousness to be found in anger and in fury. I mean, I have felt it at points in my life. I'm sure anybody who's human has felt the yumminess of being fucking pissed at people. Mm-hmm. And when you're a person who doesn't have a lot of advantages in life, and is living in, you know, under strapped circumstances with limited education and a limited future, it feels good to be fucking angry. And the genius of Trump, if any genius is to be found in that completely empty shell of a man, is that he understood how to tap into the anger and direct it at the wrong fucking people. Because he looks like them. And he's saying, it's not us, it's those, it's the elite. Right. Meanwhile, he's shitting on a gold toilet. So, right. yeah. you know, yeah. but anger does not reason. Anger is a place beyond reason. Well, That's I, why it's yeah. so good, because reason will slow anger down. And these people do not want to be reasoned
3: right? with. Well, well, I mean, I mean, if we look at it, you know, black folks have been angry for a whole for a long time. But they've tried to reason with people you know we i think poor whites uh, i think the rich should, the rich white folks should apologize to poor whites for conning them for years they've made an ass out of them for years for following their game plan and by following that game plan you've been able to put the blame on somebody else for years you're one of us you're not like them they are the reason why you have your problem they're taking your job They've been yeah. selling that shit mm-hmm. for you. Hell, Hitler himself used it. He said yeah. he got it from Americans. That's what they did. Let's blame the Jew. He did it. And so they've then- been blaming people <laughs> for years. You know, and yeah. they cannot help themselves. They do not like seeing folks doing well. They, they they sell this jealousy, and we know that capitalism breeds the greed and the jealousy, the envy that it does. to where people are willing to You know, just do some of the most ignorant fucking things in the world. And like you said, narcissism. He doesn't have a problem telling you, look what I did. I'm a great president. They're not welcoming me. You know, look what he's done.
1: Meanwhile, people are fighting in the streets in Minneapolis, and all eyes are on that, and we're ignoring the fact that this president has killed 100,000 people and is shaking the last pennies out of the piggy bank before he fucking breaks the piggy bank and the whole thing you know i mean no. it, it, it's, it's it's distraction and i'm not saying that the pain of protesters in minneapolis is distraction like that's real no. but if you don't think that fucking donald trump trump is a, heaving a huge sigh of relief that these fucking race riots are happening
3: but he's and a and dickhead he and
1: aren't talking about it and behind this together i i just I but he shot those.
3: himself in the foot when he went down the line by by one minute. He's he's trying to, you know, uh, uh, talk about how bad them. But then he called the people thugs. And then he says, oh, and if the when, if the looting starts, the shooting is going to start when you start. Thug, that's a 1960s you know dude you don't want to go down that road
0: yeah that line was originally uh coined by a sheriff in florida during uh, race riots in the 60s who also uh famously said uh I, oh god what was the the line is uh oh, these people are complaining about police brutality they haven't seen anything yet and this right. is i mean so it, it is no surprise that trump is quoting was. this guy yeah it's and that's, you're like that's no, bro you shit. got
3: it from somewhere you ain't that damn stupid you got it and you know what that line meant and now you've said it and you put it on your Twitter page which you were saying oh well yeah uh, so hey see but I, one, one of one of the
1: other on fire fire is what he wants
3: yeah
0: one of the one of the other things about trump that you know he loves and that he's taken advantage of is he says the most asinine stuff all the time he calls nazis good people and as soon as joe biden you know says something like if you don't support me you ain't black he is able to weaponize that and use that as a distraction from everything that he says and does and oh look at him and it's it's ridiculous. It died real
3: quick. I thought black people, some black folks tried to jump on it, but it died. It died real quick because they knew what he was trying to say and they got it. This guy's been saying he's got 18,000 lies and they know what he's been saying. So, he, you know, I, I, you know, those of us who are woke, they didn't pay any attention to it. They kept moving. I, I don't care. He's got to go. And we got to do gotta everything go. we got. He's, yeah, he's got to go. go. And, Man. and
2: and and the the other thing is, I don't mean to trivialize any of the terrible things that are going on, but you know that tweet that we're talking about that gets sent out, then the Flynn transcripts get released uh, from a FOIA request, and they absolutely said that Michael Flynn was talking to Russia about sanctions. It's like, oh we forgot about that and i'm not even saying like listen there but but and 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 i agree that right now there are more important things going on in this country okay there are a lot more important things but this is their strategy everything is buried down buried down until it has to be then it's then it's released in the middle of the night it Mm -hmm. had to be released FOIA request ordered
0: yeah yeah but is, I mean, is, is there any is, the
2: M-O. is there like any Obama question
0: did. about why nobody yeah. nobody is Obama questioning why most of these inspectors general are getting fired on friday nights and it's you know yes. not because you know the trump administration friday hates shabbat Africa. uh well you know you do it on shabbos that gives jared some clearance <laughs> he oh he couldn't have done it he's shomer shabbos but no i i think you're right the the one thing that i would disagree with katie is rather than that there are more important things i would say rather than important more immediate concerns because i you know i think the flynn thing is just as important it's maybe not exhibit a but definitely exhibit b or c in how the government is abusing power and trying to distract you you know pay no attention to the man behind the curtain
1: i mean yeah look at at the great and powerful Oz. fucking You need the Dewey Decimal System in order to categorize all of the law-breaking and exhibits of malfeasance, uh, you know, that we've witnessed in the last three and a half years. And I think that's why we're boiling over, you know? It's like, and now with this video... Uh, George Floyd, once again, we're being told not to believe what we're seeing with our own eyes and what we're experiencing. And, you
0: know... Potential intoxicants. Now,
3: you'll see, I don't know if you guys saw the mayor of Atlanta, and she basically, Keisha, as they call her, uh, Keisha (laughs) turned around and said, it's the way she did it. You know, the way she talked about the the protesting she said but you don't tear down what is yours
0: Mm -hmm.
3: we we get it but she and i'm just paraphrasing what she was trying to explain that it's the way she did she did she's not mad at them for protesting but she's saying you don't burn down that ain't how you do it that ain't how martin luther king did we got to get what we're trying to show what is needed she said i thank you for being out here in force but don't burn down the damn city. That ain't what we. That because now we got to go in. We got to clean up the mess. So I and, understand what you're doing. Yeah,
0: and I'm not excusing it. In the it. right way. I'm not justifying it. I'm not legitimizing it. But the fact of the matter is, is that if the folks on the right and the folks in power hadn't done everything that they could to dismiss what Colin Kaepernick was doing and what Black Lives Matter activists have been doing. And the message that they are trying to get across. If it hadn't been minimalized and trivialized by the folks in power, this kind of shit might never have happened.
3: They even start, and also, you know, they're trying to blame, they tried to, I know people on, from Facebook, try to blame Obama for dividing the country.
0: Well, yeah, by who's nature of being black.
3: The, yeah, yeah. How but who's dare dividing he? Dividing the country.
0: The audacity.
3: Yes. You know, yeah. uh, yes. Yeah. You know <laughs> can you, I still say, if some brothers showed up like they did in Michigan with AR-15s, okay, yeah. I guarantee you it had been a whole different day.
0: You know what? That's, that's another cop, thing yeah. that I, and I, again, I'm not supporting the rioters and the looters, the protesters, damn straight, you know, hundred percent right. right. support, but the, the, the difference, you know, and some people may say, Oh, well, you know, these guys were just showing restraint. I, I think. It, it's funny when Trump calls Nancy Pelosi and Democrats in the House do nothing Democrats. Meanwhile, they are passing bills like they're going out of style, which is effectively what they're doing as they sit and rot on do nothing Mitch McConnell's desk. You know, the the Republicans in this case are doing nothing. These guys, the these idiot militia members who go and threaten politicians with guns in Michigan. I I don't want to come off like Bill Maher after 9-11, but they're a bunch of fucking pussies because, oh, we're just showing up with guns. They have no follow through. I want to give props to the rioters (laughs) for actually like following through and i I have
1: to to jump in though i I really want to jump in because we keep talking about the rioters and the looting and the destruction of property when all of this evidence is starting to emerge that a lot of that property destruction was not caused by
0: legitimate protesters
1: rioters it was by legitimate it was like police officers all in black do you see the video of the guy with the the umbrella? umbrella Yeah, and he's got a hammer and he's smashing the windows. And then a black protester follows him and was like, yes. "Who are you? What are you? Why are you doing that?" And he's a fucking cop, you know, right. or something. But these are white Instagram, whether it's anti-folk or a- anarchists or cops or whatever. That is being fanned. The, the 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 all of that
3: stuff. now now, and also when we deal with rioting. Yes, there have been riots because you had uh, black on black. You you had uh, brothers being killed, Martin Luther King being killed, Malcolm X. Yes, you know, and that so that that you know what happened with Rodney King. It's going to, it's going. To, people are angry, as Erica was saying. They are angry and they are tired of this shit. Their parents have been and grandparents have been telling them about this, and we're now in two thousand twenty. And now everybody's got a damn camera. You can't hide. It's in your face. Now, if you sit back, if you're white and you sit back and walk past it and this has no effect on you, then you have a problem. This is not right for anybody. I saw a sister steal. Uh, they had her on video. She stole this older white woman's uh, purse that was in the grocery store. And they had showed And, hey, more black people were pissed off. Like, bitch, why are you still at the still that woman's yeah. purse like that i'm bothered if something happens to someone i don't care what race they are people gotta come out and they gotta start saying hey and there are coming out because we can't hide anymore now you want a video the video is out well I'm, and they're showing you what's going on
0: i i think there's there's a certain amount of I, it's not even willful ignorance uh it's it's uh, attempts to to sp- keep propagating the bullshit i don't know if anyone uh listened to left right and center on kcrw yeah. yesterday yeah but rich lowry the the conservative on the panel from national yeah. review was talking about how well you know this is the people can't protest and riot you you just have to let the process work well just to say that i mean i was i was sitting <laughs> listening to that yesterday and i'm like i i I do not believe that Rich Lowry is dumb or ignorant enough to actually believe what he's saying. The fact of the matter is the process does not work for people below a certain income level and whose skin is darker than certain shades. And if if you actually believe And you you think that you can convince people that, you know, you you just got to let the system work. The system works. I think the system works and let the the system system work. That's that's like the new trickle down. It's like, guys. The system
1: is broken. Yeah. We need a new system. And, you know, and it is my deepest, fondest wish. That this is the moment in which we give birth to a new fucking system, and you know, and that starts with voting this monster out of the White House and all of his fucking horrifying henchmen, and hope that we have a way to get these assholes out of there and loosen their grip
3: on power. So
1: well, that we I, can think gonna the lose.
3: I think they're going to they, lose. I, the I, Sen- I think they're going to lose the I think they're going to lose the Senate. Yep. But this time, if they lose the Senate and they also have the House, they need to clean because this is going to be one huge mm-hmm, mess yeah. to clean up. They got it. I mean, you got to go in and one, our, our health system better be top notch. We never better never get caught with our pants down again. And really, we didn't. We were told we just had a jackass sitting in the office who refused to pay attention because they told him we have the best of the best male and female. These doctors are amazing.
0: But we're- and they're
3: from all different races. And they told him, dude, you cannot do this. We have this is what's coming. He the ignored system it.
1: that it's not there's nothing wrong with doctors and nurses it's the health system
0: that right. is
3: broken yeah even he shut down the problem. cdc who shuts down the cdc and he tells them what to say who
0: yeah that's
1: America from the world health organization in the middle of a fucking pandemic.
3: <laughs> i swear when they get through digging they're gonna find out. And I don't know if you guys have saw this, but they say that Trump owes money to a lot of foreign uh, countries. And Russia's one of them. And I guarantee you, this when, when this is when they get him out, like you said, Erica, they're gonna have to drag his ass out because he ain't leaving. Because mm-hmm. they know the minute they get him out, uh, New York is gonna jump- have, New York's gonna have his ass. He's done. They're right. waiting New on York him.
1: Is fucking
2: waiting. Oh
3: I you yeah, know Letitia I James is
2: licking her chops.
0: I I honestly hope you're right but you know I think what we've seen you know you look at uh just all the the police involved murders of black people over the especially over the past few years and how the justice system tends to slow walk it until you know it's and with this president you know you get a new crisis every five minutes but they they slow walk it until it's out of the mainstream consciousness and then they let the cop go and i think that is going to be the effort uh from the right and i think there are certain elements on the left who believe that, you know, if we, if we open up with a big action that looks like we're doing something about the corruption and we're doing something to fix these problems that are, are so baked into the system as it exists. And then gradually, you know, we just focus on what's present instead of what's always there. And then status quo we can we can keep going on with with life as you, normal as we know you,
3: can, you cannot and you cannot continue to um, have prosecutors let these guys go. It cannot keep this up, okay, especially when you know that these guys have committed murder. You cannot continue to just you know turn into a used car salesman and cut deals. uh uh-uh. uh doesn't work that way. And that's what people are pissed off about when you see, I mean, that, I mean, how many, how many, uh, you know, like, it's like the, uh, the uh, Central Park Five. How many people are sitting in jail right now who didn't commit the crime? That they, we got to clean that mess up. You got guys that have been sitting in jail for 30, 40 years for a crime they didn't commit. You know, you got to clean that up. And you have to, when, when a crime is committed, it has to be swift. They have to arrest this guy, and he better not get out. They should have got the guy in Missouri, but they didn't. Uh, Yeah, it's got to happen.
1: Yeah, and is this the tipping point? I think it is. I'm hoping it
0: is. Yeah, I, I'd like to hope so, but honestly, I, I don't know. I don't think it is, and. I, I say that as an indictment of American society that, you know, we have we have a president currently in office who has yet to find the bottom of of the well of hatred and, and ignorance. And every time we think, OK, this is it, he has hit bottom. There's oh, hey, wow. New unexplored depths. So is this the tipping point? I would like to think it is, but experience tells me, no, no, we, we are America and there is nothing that can stop us in, in our search to find even lower bottoms. Yeah, but
2: this doesn't have anything to do with Trump or his cronies at this point. Like I think specifically, cause I'm talking about like, are we going to experience now a societal
0: shift yeah i I want to go back to
2: megan mccain being like black lives matter
0: i don't think so i think you know when and and i agree i I think Uh, when you know when you've got megan mccain saying black lives matter when you got taylor swift of all people who refused to get political uh leading up to the election in 2016 because she didn't want to alienate any of her fan base and now even taylor swift is like coming out and you know four years too late
1: Swift voting him. <laughs> 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 Remember
2: Swift voting? We got a whole version hey, of it. She, uh, no, she came out in 2018.
0: Okay, fair enough. It was still two years too late you know, back then. I
1: mean, here's why I, I disagree with you, David. Because I do think that we are at a uh, at a pivot point in history, in human history, right now. I, I, think I hope you're right. Things that has been speed, speeding up, and and are at such a you know, as you, to reference your earlier thing, it's such a sort of comic book level of evil and malevolence. And we are so being made through this pandemic, like Simon said at the top of the hour, to sort of see where the weaknesses are in our society. And it's showing it's like a fucking x-ray on American society, this pandemic and this presidency. And I think there is a shift coming. And I think that these fucking old guard Republicans, though they are power hungry as they may be, are also a dying breed. I don't think that the Republican base is organized or sentient enough to really launch a credible civil war or whatever you they would like to call it. And I think that Taylor Swift, as a sort of example of a more enlightened younger generation that is easier in except with accepting diversity and you know speaking their minds and mastering the platforms on which to speak their minds I really do think that there we're seeing the rise of that and the death of this other thing but it's not pretty and revolution is never pretty and this is the fucking apocalypse, the unveiling, and we will have a different society on the other side of this pandemic and this presidency, hopefully, or we just go right down the fucking <laughs> right. of this country and we're doomed. And, you know, Betsy DeVos turns the public schools into training camps for Hitler youth and it's over, you right. know.
0: Well, I don't think I don't, I don't think she's going to do that yeah. with the public schools. I think she's just going to defund the public schools and use taxpayer dollars to fund the private schools to create a new generation of Hitler youth. But you know, I'm an optimist. Um, <laughs> well, I think Erica. Uh, speaking of optimism, I think that that last burst of optimism is a great place to end the show. I, I I mean, God, believe me. I no no no, not not the thing about generating a, a new generation of hitler youth the the thing about hopefully this is <laughs> okay, the the end part. that the the legitimate optimism in there i and i i really i hope you're right i i hope i am wrong i hope america proves me wrong on this i just <clears throat> the the realist in me doesn't doesn't see it happening but man i would love to but yeah on on your actual optimism not not the decimation of free thought amongst the school children of america uh that's yeah that's a very dark turn yeah well
2: dark turn her optimism
0: you know reality just has a way of sneaking in it's it's pervasive (laughs) this this reality but you know you say what's that
1: as a being
0: an American it's just so complex these days. It it truly is. Oh, oh, to be exceptional once again, and maybe someday we will. Maybe that day starts on November fourth. But you know, and I'm not going to open this whole can of worms. Uh, but just to temper the optimism, I'm. I'm a little less concerned, you know, I think worrying about how difficult it will be to pry Trump out of the White House next January is putting the cart before the horse because ideally Biden or whoever the Democrats put up is going to win the election. My worry is what happens between November 4th and January 21st uh, because we are going to have a very... Angry, very malicious man in power, and I'm, I'm sure Susan Collins will be very concerned. I'm sure Mitt Romney will be happy to to stand on the sidelines and say, um, 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 "This is this 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 is bad." Wow! Thank you, Mitt. Thank you for that that decisive moment of action. But you know what? We will worry about that in November. For now, let us get out into the worlds and have ourselves, uh, what remains of a lovely weekend, potentially protesting, doing what we can, uh, to make the world a better place. And in my case, drinking a lot more coffee. So with that, I do want to thank you guys, uh, for being here and taking a part of your Saturday to, to spend with us, uh, just going to go around the block and see what everyone has going on. Erica Schickle, uh, should you so desire, where can people catch up with your goings on online?
1: Well, I, I'm on the brink of a rather large announcement, but I'm not allowed to make it yet. But next time on the show, I will have exciting Shickle career news to share. Right. Um, but for now, you can find me on Twitter and Schickety on Twitter, also on Instagram. Um, and I want to put in a plug for instead for, uh, Vote Save America. I'm a big listener of the Pod Save America podcast, fantastic political podcast, and they are organizing an adopt a state program where us blue staters can adopt six, uh, you know, purple states that are in contention in this election, Wisconsin, Arizona, Florida, North Carolina, michigan and i can't remember six one
0: wisconsin
1: but um i just, i said wisconsin oh sorry but so i've adopted wisconsin and i just you know go to vote save america and sign up for it. it's a really good way to you know help in this election where you know when we're stuck in a blue state and we are pretty much down with our leadership so well
0: if it yeah, if it doesn't you. work out if uh, if we're allowed to rehome the the states we adopt if they decide to go red uh then yes. i'm all in <laughs> yeah <laughs> well erica thank you so much for being here uh looking forward to the next time you're on the show katie massa kennedy always a pleasure where can people catch up with you online
2: um well i just revamped my website it's katie i don't really have um much news to report but i will say that in a few weeks um no, it can't, can't be talked about right now, but in a few weeks, maybe on the show, there's going to be some exciting shickle news.
1: <laughs> Yay! Ford, <laughs> well, let the record show that there's been no shickle news this whole time I've been on the show, for the, like, whatever it is, five years that we've been doing this. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, well, we, Listen,
2: I'm hitching uh, my star on. to your wagon. I'm hitching my star to your wagon yeah, right, right now.
1: Welcome,
2: welcome aboard. <laughs>
0: we we appreciate you for who you are, not what we think you can do for us. So that's, I just want to put that out there. It's we're, we're all wonderful people. But uh, Katie, thank you so much. Looking forward to hearing that chickle news from you. <laughs>
2: Uh, always a pleasure uh, but you'll be the first to know from me
0: right on well and check out katiemassa.com thank you so much for being here katie mr time and ship always a pleasure should you so desire where can people catch up with your goings on online
3: burn baby burn burn, burn. <laughs> yes uh brings me back days of burning bullies with gasoline yes it did um <laughs> uh, yeah just had a flashback that's all uh, uh you can catch me at time and ship at instagram time and ship at facebook and time and ship at twitter and if you uh, so desire you can get my book on amazon.com my st louis as well as my comedy cd universal brother other than that that's it dave that is it
0: right on well thank you so much for being here looking forward to getting shickle news from you as well uh no pressure though no pressure. <laughs> 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 Me, I am. All right. <laughs> I'm Dr. David Robinson. You can find me on the Facebook at Dr. David Robinson. On the Twitter, I am at Stand Up Falldown. And if you've made it this far into the show, you probably already know, but it bears repeating. We are on the socials on Facebook, all spelled out at Let's Be Treasonable. And on the Twitter, we are at L E T S B T R E A S O N A B L. We take off the ease and pass the savings on to you, the listener speaking of you the listener want to thank you for tuning in if you like the show please tell everyone you know rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening to us and hell even on the platforms where you're not we're fine with that if you didn't like the show that's fine too just keep it to yourself you don't tell anybody we won't tell anybody seems fair we will be back next week hopefully you will too until then goodbye goodbye, goodbye. Bye.